when I seen that, I was like, yo, he's 77,000 in debt. At the time, so contrary to what goes on in America at that time, the debt that I owed was almost my annual salary. Right? So it almost zeroed out, which is good because majority of people make 30,000 in 070, 60. Mm, yeah. So when I seen that, I knew one year staying down would change my life. Ain't nothing changed, baby. 2022, we back in the lab, man. It sounds crazy saying that out loud. 2022. Man, for real. It was just 2020 yesterday. This 2022. This is the Hustle Lounge podcast brought to you by the good brothers at Hustle Smarter. Man, that was a hell of an intro. Hey, and today's episode, I feel like we're going to start the year off with a bang. Okay. What you got? You like, I mean, you like using this word. Uh, I'm going to spell it out. S L A P E. Talk about that slave. Yeah. So we talking about slavery today? Uh, modern day slavery, to be correct, sir. Okay, because I thought <laughs> you wanted to talk about uh, Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, and Nat Turner. Nah, we talking about now. We got these chains on, and we don't even know it. Modern day slavery. Hold on now, I ain't got my chain on in the booth. <laughs> um, basically, it's really hold on. I'm a dead. slave because I got a chain. No, oh. no, not them type of chains, bro. I, mean, I know you got. No, no, no. I, I, now some people, some people slaves to the chains on their neck. Oh yes, sir. your favorite yes, recording sir. artist. We feel like consumer debt is what's holding us back as a people. Okay, um, like we had a phone a conversation on the phone the other day. Um, you stated. The income isn't the problem. It's it's the way we spend it. We got the money. We just spend it the wrong way. Oh, yeah. We um, talked about that on the phone. Pull that up. Yeah. Let, let's, let's use some of that. But um, for sure. So we following, we following, we following right off last year, financial PTSD. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to go on the limb and say that majority of those financial stressors and problems that people suffer from come from debt debt because ultimately debt is the number one killer of wealth and wealth building so when you look at it that way people are not stressed out because they're paying their light bill to an extent to an extent i take that back because some people are very tight on their money um yeah but for the most part and we're talking about it it, it isn't the essential needs yes taking the money it isn't the essential needs. The essential needs are taken care of. And even if they are tightly taken care of, majority of the time, essentials are taken care of. Majority of the people that we talked about in financial PTSD are middle class or the middle class that used to exist or upper class. You're extremely poor people or you're very poor people or low class. They don't have first world issues. Right. People in the middle class have third world, have first world issues. And when I say that, think of somebody in Africa. Their only goal is to get something to eat that night. That's what the lower class poverty truly have. The person that you see on the on the corner with the bucket, um, if they're not, you know, panhandling. The mom with three kids who's living off government assistance and doing things the right way and just trying to make ends meet. She's not worried about anything other. 
the middle class is more of what we're speaking to or the still poor class, right? The person who makes $2,000 a month and tries to spend $4,000 a month. Somebody, over and over, over and over again. Yeah, the repetitive. So when you do the same thing over and over, we consider it insanity, right? You're doing everything except making more money. Hold on, here we go. I'm getting started. <laughs> You're doing everything with money except getting more of it. And nothing's going to change except the same vicious cycle of I don't have enough money to get to the next step and I want to do. Right. So ultimately, let, let, let's break that down real quick. There's got the low class, the middle class and the upper class. Truth yeah. be told, the gap is so big in America. And if it hasn't already been fully put out there yet, it is going to get that big to where we're going to have low class and high class. The rich get That's richer it. and the poor get poorer. The only poor. truly in my in my vision, in my studies and everything else that I do in between, the only real middle class is military. Maybe police officers, I don't know what they make, but I'm saying military as far as in a steady paycheck where they can today be broke if they don't manage it right or if they do right, they can get to that upper class level. Yeah, and especially being on a salary where you are guaranteed a raise if you make rank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and and, and your pay adjusts by where you live. And with it being yeah. salary, salary pay, you know what you're going to get. That's a big one too. You know what you're gonna get every whatever month. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so with that, I, I would say that the middle class that we used to have, a middle class family, is no longer existing. You know why? Because the middle class is trying to live like the upper high class. And I say a classic phrase that old people say they want to live like the Joneses. I don't know who yeah. the Joneses is. I know a couple of Jones and they're good brothers and sisters, but it's not the Joneses that I'm chasing. I'm chasing Grants and Jacksons. And, and you made a great point because with inflation, you know, um, inflation going up 6%, right? If you in the middle class, you know, first of all, most of our, if all our money is going to debt, that means we're not investing our money to make our money grow. So like you said, we're doing nothing but getting poor year after year after year that that 60,000 you make ain't really 60,000 next year, but you still got the same spending habits. So you're not making no changes. That car note still five years. And what we go do, ah, it's 2022. How many people are you going to see get the new car at the tax, if they get their taxes back? How many of them paper tags you going to see? Too many, too many. So this is why the rich get richer. You know why? Because they put themselves in positions to capitalize on the poor. Modern day slavery. Let me drop that. John. Right now, right now, I'm in a position where I can go purchase about. And even if I use credit, because we ain't getting into good debt, bad debt, but I can purchase about three to four vehicles that I know will be big sellers when income tax money come. And I can probably put about a 30 percent spend on each price because everybody going to be balling shot calling when that check hit. I can tax Yeah. So if I do 25% times four vehicles, that's 100% return on my full investment. I can do that in a month. Easy. I sold cars before. It ain't nothing. So I say all that to say, if you're spending all your money, you have no money to make moves. The rich get richer because they put themselves in position to get more money. You know what I'm saying? The poor get poor because they buy things that doesn't have hold any value. Hold no value and make them look like they rich. Yeah. And to somebody who really 
had paper who really, or yeah, who really got it? They, they don't give a damn. They don't care about it. I told you, bro. One of the richest cats I ever knew. You would never know if you walk past him today. It doesn't. It, he doesn't smell or look like rich. He doesn't look like whatever facade or whatever vision we have of somebody with bread. Far as our culture, not us as it mean. Our culture don't know. Our culture don't know what rich is. No, they don't. And ultimately, they will spend to portray an image that they're rich when people who really got bread is laughing at them. I mean, I always get into it like with uh, certain situations because it, it comes off as one. I'm not a hater, but it comes off as being rude and as being a hater. I'm not impressed by a lot of stuff. You bought the new Charger Scat Pack. To me, I'm not even a Dodge guy. I don't care. I don't even care about Dodge. Like I don't even look at Dodges. But if it ain't the Hellcat with the red key on, like you, alright, cool, bro. Like I don't care. None of that shit matters. If you get the the range and it's the 3.0 and not the 4.6, what's the difference? Thirty, forty thousand, beat it. You know that's that old Jay Z line, right? But if you ain't, you know, and Jay-Z said that in Imaginary Players. If you listen to Imaginary Players, it'll tell you the difference between exactly what we're speaking of. Uh, but, yeah, I, I just, modern-day slavery, bro, it is what it is. Yeah, modern, it, it really, it, it is what it is because it allows people to live a lifestyle. Credit allows people to live a lifestyle that they could not truly afford. What else you got, though? I'm getting off topic. Oh, we ain't really getting off topic, man. I just feel like you paint a picture for them. Um, if we can make the audience relate to what we're talking about, and if they're actually in, in that position that we're talking about, we're doing our job, trying to step on anybody who listening toes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you a big and stepper. Talking, yeah, big stepper like Big Beach. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Talking about the Dodge Charger is really going to relate, correlate with a lot of people. Yeah, because everybody went and bought the scat pack like to get in between, take the emblems off, put the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody my age who, who getting some money has a, is going to get the scat pack. You know what I'm saying? And when we say slavery, we saying this because the average adult has $60,000 in debt. Hold on. These are facts that he's spitting, y'all. He's reading it. He did the research before we started. Shout out to the Hustle Lounge podcast, Hustle Smarter. But these are facts. These are not us. These is not me and him just talking. Go ahead, bro. So if the average person got sixty thousand in debt, how can we build wealth? And what what we say um, last episode, the average American make thirty two thousand dollars a year. So how is that our debt is double what we make a year? That's hustling backwards. And if you've been keeping up, we running the damn course through three podcasts, essentially. All the all the last three episodes all correlated to what we talking about today. Yeah, it so all we, balls yeah. into it. You ain't had yeah, no money. You spent too much money. Now you stressed out about money that you got to spend because you got to go to work every day to pay them bills. And that's modern day slavery. If you go to work every day and you come home and you cry yourself to sleep, or you find one day where you look at all your bills and say, "I don't know how I'm going to do this," or if you complain to someone. Right. You are a modern day slave because what happens is I know how to build credit. Right. I I'm going to make it better for you. I was a modern day slave. Now, I had a lot of money coming in, but I spent a lot, too. And not only did I spend a lot, 
I use credit for other stuff, too, because ultimately when I bought that stuff on credit, even though I had the money to pay it off, I didn't. I paid the minimum because I didn't know that part about credit. But you know what happened? It was a revolt like Nat Turner since we talking about slavery. You remember Nat Turner? The story of Nat Turner? Mm-mm. Long story short, or just to sum it up, he killed the slave owners and then he got killed. He revolted. He's my kind of guy. Because, you know, in the real life, I'm more Malcolm X than Martin Luther. I ain't finna pray for the enemy. I'm finna try to get him out of here. You know what I'm saying? But I got fed up, yo. 2017, I got fed up because why? I was making 100 plus a year, and I got to a point to where I was only making 60 to 70, 50, 60. Don't sound like a big difference. Some people ain't going to never make 60 in a year, no matter what they do, unless they really lock in and do something different, right? But for my lifestyle, it was totally different for me. I wasn't used to wanting for anything. I wasn't used to looking at anything. And it wasn't due to the fact of me being good with money. It was due to me of the fact of being negligent negligent of my spending, right? Mm. But life humbled me. I was sat down and had to really realize, yo, hold on. Not only is this affecting what I'm doing day to day, this is affecting my marriage. This is affecting my truly life, right? What am I going to do to fix this? And that's when I had to pull back. 2017. I've never had to like really needs and I ain't talking about no wants needs I had to put my light bill on the credit card my name <laughs> the fuck like you feel me yeah and, and granted along those lines I had eye openers even when I was making all that money shout out to my dog Scoot this is how crazy it was I was making all this bread on the side Scoot gave me 1500 to buy a motor for my old school cause I just didn't have the cash at the time but I was making 800 every Monday, so he knew he was good. He was good for it. And he's a real one, too. Shout out to Scoot, real one. But that should have been a red flag right there. Like, why the hell I ain't going to stash and get $2,000? You see what I'm saying? It didn't stop me, though. I kept going. Now I'm in Dallas in VIP living it up. I'm looking at all the peons under me in the poor people section. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you really felt. That's how I felt, you bro. Really, you really was the peon, respectfully. At that time, hell no, yeah. I was rich. <laughs> rich in but your mind. In the grand, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it would be what I look. I don't say I look down on now, but it's what I expose now. Like, cuz ain't, no, ain't got no yeah, money. Yeah, my, my said totally different. Yeah, cuz ain't got no money. When I was in there in, in the booth buying bottles, turning up. Shout out to Dre Nation. That was the young Dre Nation. You met the old Dre Nation. Um, when I was in there doing all that, I truly was the broke one. When I had on the Prada shoes, the Gucci belt, the Prada shirt, we buying two, three bottles. I was really broke at that time because it was on some, and I hate to keep reverting back to the streets, but it was on some D-boy shit. Whatever I had in my pocket was all I had. I didn't own nothing. Um, I had no substance. I didn't have anything going on that was worthy of taking home and saying, yo, I did something with myself. I was just locked into what was going on in front of me. I don't regret it. No game. I had a blast too. I had a good time. Yeah. And I say all that to say I was 21 to 25. So in a, That's normal. in a sense, I'm supposed to go through that. Now, mm-hmm. if I'm doing the same thing now at 31, then that's what we said earlier. I'm repeating the same process. It's insanity. Yeah. And, and having regrets ain't really, I feel like having a regret ain't really the thing to look at it. Like it's just a lesson learned. Man, like I have, I'm twice. not regretting that. I look at them. Yeah. Yeah, if you do it twice, it's a choice. But hey, this is how I live, 21 to 26. I could have still lived that life 
to a certain extent, but I could have did X, Y, Z with my money, you know, had it right. So I could be in this position and in this position. Yeah. And it took it took that yo. I, I promise. Now that we digging deep, me, Dre, Juice, and Steve, Steve Hadley, I think that's his name, Steve Hadley. Steve was in the booth with us. Steve was turning up with us too. If I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, Dre. If you're listening, Steve, when we Steve owned like two clubs in Houston, so I'm in there balling. But Steve really, really balling. Yeah. Steve got the, the 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 crib crib. You know what I mean? And yeah. when I talked to him after the fact, because, you know, Dre's 10 years older than me, nine years older than me. So when I talked to him after the fact, he started putting me on game. And he didn't judge me, but he was like, you know, I do all this and that. I got the club. You feel me? So I always was around the right people to get me out of my mindset. That's why relationships is worth more than money. Your network determines your net worth. But back to the modern day slavery, I was a modern day slave. I was working 80 hours a week, give or take. I was never home. And the time that I finally got off from working 80 hours a week, I would go to Dallas and give my money away to the club. And when I used to go there, I didn't go with no clothes. I'm going to Neiman Marcus and Saks. I'm getting fly. I'm buying bottles in the club. You know, you only can, you damn near, it's hard for three people to drink one bottle in the club. Uh, but yeah, I'm buying b- bottles, plural. You feel me? Living it up two, three days, and I'm back at the crib, back working. So, I say all that to say is that it's fun at a certain time. But my issue with the world is that there's people way older than me still doing that shit. If I go to the club now and buy a bottle, which now I do only go to the when I go to the club now, I'm only going to go to a section like I'm not standing in general population. Like it's not going to happen. I only go out once or twice a year (laughs) nowadays anyway. So, you know, but that money is budgeted out. It's accounted for. And it is what it is. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like we ain't yeah. really digging into the slavery shit though. Am I am I still on it? We we on it to a certain extent. If 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 we don't catch it, you know shit. This episode good right now though. Let it rock. Let it rock. Say less. Yeah. So, um, so let, let me ask you this. Go ahead. So I just said the individual has 60k. Yeah. So the household average 160. Woof. So they ain't they ain't even double. Yeah. So that's, that's that's damn near triple from the from the sink from the single and two is supposed to be better than one. But it's obviously it's not. But we will put a disclaimer that that is including mortgage debt. OK, so we don't, we don't have a percentage of Americans who actually paying a mortgage. Yep. It, it, and I'm sure more people rent than, than actually buy. So since it's so, a, since it's the start of the year, can I speak the truth? Yeah, speak the truth for me. All right. So. I never looked at the numbers in 2017. I just knew I needed to change something. 2018, I said, I'm going to figure out what the fuck is going on. Because ultimately, like I said, my marriage was not necessarily failing. For me, I always had a moniker that I'll do bad all by myself. But marriage is another job, too. You have to work on it. And out of the six and a half years we've been married, that transition from about July 2017 to about November, December, November, December 2017 was the roughest patch of our marriage. And it was all due to money. And people don't like to call the baby ugly. People want to blame it on infidelity. People want to blame it on whatever. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you some real shit. People blame everything on something that's not going on at home, right? So marriages fail because of X, Y, Z. Well, the first starts with money because if I come home and our money ain't right, I know me personally, respectfully to everybody's listening, 
I ain't horny if my money ain't right. And it might be same with wifey, right? Like she might not be wanting to go to that next level if the payback ain't right, right? I, I personally, I don't understand how broke people have sex. <laughs> I don't, yo. I, I really don't because when I'm broke or my paper ain't right, what the what it's am I like? Well, I can't function. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting hard for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> I need to go find me a way to get some money. Right. So when we talk about grand scheme of things, this is not my situation. But we talk about grand scheme of things just from everything I learned through life. Somebody comes home, the money ain't right. They're not talking to their spouse because they're probably blaming each other why the money problems are there. Why'd you buy this? Why you buy that? Then they go out to have a drink or they go out to do something to get their mind off of arguing with their spouse. And then they meet a young tenderoni or tender male or female who they don't care about none of that stuff. They just want a wet ass. Right. And then they do what they do. And eventually him or her, the married person, feels as if that great night was worth losing it all for because they're so stressed out at home all due to money. I ain't going to say I'm right or wrong, but I'm telling you what I've seen with my own two eyes that I've seen that. I've seen that like I've helped people. When we go to the as a supervisor in the military, you deal with a lot of infidelity in marriages and you deal with a lot of troops who work for you who are wanting to jump off a roof because wifey left them or hubby left them and when you break down the science and you break it down to the peel the onion back and break it down to the smallest denominator the common denominator is always money but uh (laughs) ultimately let's get back on track the hardest part of my marriage was when our money went low i commend both of us for staying true to each other and I always tell you that we communicated about it. We laugh at it now like, damn, yeah, we really were tripping over a couple of dollars. But because of our communication level, because of our uh, vulnerability to each other, we was able to figure out what was wrong. Because it went from the happiest couple ever to like, we was Martin and Gina. And then we went to like, yo, what the, what's going on? It came down to money. It came down to money. But this is where it gets great. She joined the Air Force because she said, you know what? I ain't going. So when we got to Ohio, it wasn't making no money. Bree was making E4 pay, E5 pay when we was in Ohio. I mean, New Mexico. And I was making E4 play plus E5 pay on the side. So you figuring we wasn't mill to mill. We was mill to mill to mill mill. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, (laughs) So much paper was coming in. We just was blind on how we was managing it. You feel me? But you figuring a young couple, 22, 23, life's great. We can do whatever. Truly, we can do whatever the hell we want to do. Um, but when she joined, I said, all right, you're going to join. I'm going to go to this Dave Ramsey course and learn about money. At the time we started, Bree joined March 2018, I want to say. At the time, when I did all the math, we were $77,000 in debt. Not including the house. Not including the cops. Not including the house. Seventy-seven. I want to say seventy-seven. And we're uh, gonna we gonna compare these numbers to the average. Okay. Seventy seven K in debt. I'm gonna tell you right now, I can remember the majority of it because it was a it was the worst time of my life. So I can tell you the majority of it. Um I owe everything from that, we'll say about I know I had one car for like seven thousand. So we'll say twenty thousand in consumer credit card debt. I can't tell you what I spent the shit on, but I knew it was twenty thousand in consumer credit hey, card hey, debt. Listen, y'all, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I came in the room, bro said, Look, bro, look at this. Look at this debt snowball. I said, I it was like seven thousand on the star card. 
if for those who are not in the military, <laughs> the star card is the is the store on base. I said, nigga, what did you buy in there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and hey yo, listen, that's funny. Um, you bring that up, right? It's funny you bring that up because um partially was part of being caught in the in the in the end, right? Because I did Thanksgiving at my crib every year, right? 2017, that Thanksgiving was all bought on that star card. And then the TV that was on the wall in the mid in the main room. Star card. Yeah, because I had like a 44 inch and I was like, I had it, so I had a 60 inch and I sold it because it had a butt on the TV that's in the front room right now. Yeah. That was all bought Star two, Car, baby. 2017. Yeah, it was on sale. But I said, yo, ain't nobody finna walk in this big ass house and see this small TV on the wall. Mind you, me and Bree had the 46 up there and it was smooth. I had a 55 inch, but it was older and I sold it before I left New Mexico. But when I thought about everybody coming over Thanksgiving, Mike, I'm already fucked up. I thought about every coming over Thanksgiving. I already had to buy all the food on the Star Car and I bought a TV with it. So that was like a $1,500 day. <laughs> twice about it i didn't i had a good time i give you know, everybody come through <laughs> the grammy states baby but um uh, i still got that tv too y'all it's perfect because i did buy the best tv that the money could buy at that time that tv still looked like ultra hd and all that you know what i'm saying um but yeah so when i seen that I like it was seventy seven thousand in debt at the time so contrary to what goes on in america at that time the debt that i owed was almost my annual salary Right. So it almost zeroed out, which is good because majority of people make 30,000 at 070, 60. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I seen that, I knew one year of staying down would change my life. Would change your life. I knew one. I knew one year of staying down would change my life. So ultimately, I looked at everything I had going on. I looked at the crib. I said, all right. So even if I leave here on bad terms or if I leave here in the market, doesn't COVID doesn't happen because obviously I didn't predict COVID. I should at least make thirty, forty thousand. That's just off the regular percentage of the house growing every year. Um, but yeah, took the course. And, and if you, anybody listen to Dave Ramsey, he hates debt altogether. So, and it is modern day slavery because what wound up happening was I went to work every day thinking like, damn, I cannot not go to work because I got to pay the car note and the truck note, and I got to pay the city card note, and I got to pay the chase note, and I got to pay the star card, and I got to pay Bank of America credit card. And ultimately, that's not living, yo. That's not living. So I would tell you this, and this is shout out uh, everybody listening. January 15th, 10 a.m., go to our website, DM us budget. We're holding the budget in class because the budget saved my life. The budget allowed me to get out of debt. The budget allowed me to make other moves. And then now the budget is allowing me to build wealth because now I'm able to budget capital. So I, with that capital, I can capitalize on investments. Anyway, off that January 15, 10 a.m. When I started doing the budget and I started looking at money, I gave myself a raise. It started out by not stopping at gas stations. <laughs> not stopping at gas stations was $100 a week. Which is four hundred dollars for a month. So do the math on that, Chris. What's a four hundred dollar month far is a percentage on a wage? Like what is that? If if somebody making, I was making roughly four grand a month. If I give myself a four hundred dollar raise per month, that what's the percentage? Ten percent. 
Yeah. I was gave myself a 10% raise by not stopping at gas stations. And then I gave myself a... Uh, and, and not to cut you off, but the budget can give you a many raises. And then I got another ten percent raise because I stopped eating out. Yeah. Remember that? Remember we got in that argument when you was like, "I'm gonna eat out." <laughs> I said that. Yeah, we was arguing. Remember you was like, "I'm gonna go to Chipotle" because you had just got. Uh, you were still in New Mexico anyway. Yeah, we got in. Not really got into it. We debated about it. But let me tell you about the greatness of the budget and how this class is gonna go crazy for you. Because I budgeted and realized that not only was I spending $400 extra at the gas station, I was spending roughly $300 eating out, and then I was spending roughly $400 in alcohol. That's like $1,100, right? So, all right. Going out the window. Mm? Going out the window. Yeah. So, me, one, not stopping at gas stations, increased my health because I was only buying Rice Krispie treats, candy. Big borders and lottery tickets and beer, right? <laughs> <laughs> me not eating out allowed me to cook every meal with intentionality to help me lose weight. Yeah. And then me cutting. Hey, hey, them pictures. <laughs> 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 hey, y'all, we, no, listen, we get a hundred, we get a hundred listens on this episode. I'm going I'm to put a throwback at Graham when this times he talking about. <laughs> When he when he was when he was messing off the money and eating out at the gas station every day, I'm gonna show y'all a picture. Big Shirley. <laughs> Big Charles. The Gucci. <laughs> the Gucci belly. But listen, so think of how all of that worked out. I'm not eating out no more. I'm not stopping at the gas station buying dumb shit no more. And I'll cut my liquor bill in half. Well, guess what you seen? You seen me looking like god dang Gucci when he got out of prison because all of that come and works together. I'm only cooking at home, so now I'm cooking with intentionality. I'm cooking to lose weight. I'm cooking for health. I'm not adding in all that extra stuff. I'm not stopping at the gas station buying sugar snacks and sweets. I'm only getting gas and going home. I'm not going out at all. And now I'm taking a $400 liquor bill and turning it into a $200 liquor bill. So when I do that, that means no beer is getting bought because beer is nothing but empty carbs and calories. Come on, man. Stop playing with me. I might be the best that ever did it and got away with it. But I share all that to say is that's what it takes. So 2018 to 2019, 2017 and 19 was staying down till I come up. I want to say, Chris, write this down because I know it's going to be next episode. Delayed gratification. Um, yes, me staying down is what made me come up. 2019 was great. 2020 was the best year ever. And 2021 was the best year of my life. I'm going nowhere but up from here. And all it took was a few changes. Two years of changes and two years of realizing that that other shit don't matter. You know what matters right now? If you hit me up right now and say, gee, my internet out, I'm messed up right now. Nah, I ain't gonna go that far. If you hit, if you hit me up in the jam right now, I can choose to help you. Like, I can say, yo, y'all go get a room, the internet went out. And you don't need that. You solid. But if you needed that, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Or l- 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 yeah. I don't even like using it. I only use that because of the snowstorm, y'all. That nigga's good. But I only use that because of the snowstorm and, and people. <laughs> that's the only reason why I even that shit on my mind. If you hit me up right now and say, "Gee, I'm gonna throw a big ass party next week in Florida. Can you come?" Yes, sir. That's what matters. Can I show up when I need to be shown? Can I go or when you want to or when you want to move? When Can I you move, move when you want to move. Listen, bro. Go ahead. We called. 
We call this modern day slavery, bro. I'm gonna give y'all a definition of a damn slave. We might need to change and the name, but go ahead. <laughs> it's a it's it's a few it's a few definitions, but the, the one that, that pertains to this episode. A person who is excessively excessively dependent upon or controlled by something. The poorest people of the world are slaves to the banks. That's the example. Damn! The poorest people in the world are slaves to banks. Because if you've done everything halfway right, you have a decent credit score to where the bank will give you more money that you have to spend. Because when you spend it, you not only pay their partner, you pay them back too. And if you don't pay them back, they write a bad score on your credit. But their partner had already overpriced what they sold you, so they probably made their money back on the six months you could pay them back. Stop fucking playing with me, man. Stop playing with me, man. And the bank was able to lend you that money because when you put money in the bank in a savings account that doesn't grow, they're able to give out, I want to say, $1,000 to a dollar, some shit like that. Come on, stop playing with me, man. One thing you're not going to do is act like I just started this shit, man. Like, come on, man. Like, yo. So basically, if me and Chris owned the bank, I owned the bank and Chris was a car dealership. Chris gave you a car for 20000 at 20% interest. After about two, after about 10 months of payments and interest, we'll go two years of payments on that vehicle, which normally people make about a year or two in payments. Statistics show. At the two years of him of paying on that vehicle, you've already paid him what the car is worth. With that 20% interest. Yes. And you've already gave me enough money because I, I used uh, Bree's money to lend you your money to buy your car. Mm-hmm. Now me and Chris is in Bahamas because we repoed <laughs> your car and sold it back to another Chris for another 20%. Come on, bro. It's a repetitive cycle, bro. It's a vicious cycle. The only way to get ahead of that cycle is to one, stop being a modern day slave and two, own some shit that you can be able to sell. Why can't we be on the other end? Why can't why can't I rent my house out and raise the rent up every year and and live off that? Why can't I own a car lot and hit a nigga for 22 percent interest like these they do with by the base? Why can't why why can't hustle smarter? Why can't we do that? But you know why? Because if we do that, everybody's going to run from us because we've been learned. Her next episode. We go, next, next episode. We've been built on survival. We playing defense, bro. We ain't playing offense, God bro. Damn it, bro. Hey, you feel me? You get it's ended like that. We ended like that. I think you should end it. Like we that. out, yo. It's over. Ah!